everyone, welcome to another episode of the Stone Genius. My name is Ro, you know me, I'm the Stone Genius, I'm often stoned, I'm always a genius. If I sound weird, it's because I'm recording late at night, and I never know how loud I am. Sometimes, sometimes I'm very well aware of how loud I am. I mean, if anyone tends to forget... Because I'm a genius. That's how I know that. Uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway. We were going to have a guest on. And we... Uh, literally an hour beforehand, they reached out, said that something had come up, and they wanted to reschedule. And I said that was perfectly all right. And actually, it is going to be an amazing segue into our program. Um, so that'll be good. Uh, but this gives me a chance to do an episode that I've wanted to do just now I've kind of tainted it. The first minute and 20 seconds is not strictly this episode. And I feel like this deserves only that, but you know what? Whatever. Um, Bobby and I just celebrated, although we weren't together. So I guess we acknowledged maybe that's a better Maybe that's better that uh, to say that we acknowledge the fact that we had met 28 years ago within the past week from the time I'm recording this. Met 28 years ago. Um, I tell the story. It's a great story. I mean, to me, it's a great story. So here, here's a story. Long-time listeners, you're well aware of this story. So uh, I had a roommate. Curtis, who was killed in a car accident, a one-car accident. And at his funeral, funeral, I ran into a couple of friends that of his that I knew through him. I wasn't that familiar with them, but I was a little bit familiar with them. So um, they were talking about how I knew I wasn't going to be able to afford our place anymore, me and Curtis's, uh, our townhome, and they were needing a roommate for a third bedroom. I said, perfect, that will work out. So I moved in, and after a month of shenanigans and things, um, not shenanigans, but I, I really wasn't into going out. I wasn't into doing anything. I was, of course, uh, one of my very good friends, Curtis, was uh, killed and gone, and let's see, we were 27 at the time. So it was uh, still processing a lot. And my recollection, like some of this, the night, what I'm about to tell you, I 100% remember to a T. It is 100% accuracy. I guarantee it, 100% accuracy. Some of the stuff leading up to it, the weeks leading up to it, or even I believe that because of how I responded when she called. I believe that she had tried on previous occasions to get me to go out. And this is Krista, my roommate. So she was trying to get me to go out just, she knows down in the doldrums about Curtis and everything. Now I'm living with two people I don't know that well. I mean, 
I'm in my late 20s. I haven't found anyone yet. I mean, it was a lot of of stuff going on. So, but this particular night, it was a Friday night. It was February 3rd, 1996. I uh, get a call, but had to be 9, couldn't have been earlier than 9.30. I was working a job. I would get off at 9.30. I would get off at 9. I could have made it to our place by 9.30. This is before cell phone, so I would have had to have answered the telephone. Hello? Uh, the phone call or get a... I would have had to answer a call. And it was from... So I don't even know how prevalent if caller ID pagers were a thing. Rich people had cell phones. I'm trying to remember all the technology that was around in 1996, uh, February of 96. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I get a call, and I remember asking specifically the question, would there be anyone I would be interested in meeting? And Kristen answered, there's a six-foot blonde you might be interested in. And um, I was like, okay. I think that's all. I, I, I just, I knew. I mean, other times, I mean, uh, I mean, I went. So it was at least intriguing enough to get me to go. So here I am, 1996. I can't remember if this was the year before, after the year of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers color scheme change from orange or creamsicle to the reputer and red. They used to be orange and red, uh, creamsicle, orange and, and red. And so I had a jacket. I still do have the jacket. Uh, it predates Bobby. Yes. Uh, oh, here we go. I'll get there. Probably. Um, so, I go up to the bar, probably another, I mean, so here I am, probably not ready to go out. So I get told I'm going to go out and I've already been told there's a six foot blonde there. So I probably had to do something. I don't have hair. I didn't have hair then. So that upkeep didn't take long. I probably was a deodorant. I'm trying to remember what was in smell back then. Maybe polo, polo cologne. Um, and if you agree with that sound, too. Um, it wasn't Dracar. Dracar, I think, was ten years earlier. I think that was the eighties. Because I had a friend. Hi, that was not what he was. That's what his name was. He's been high, maybe before or after. I don't know. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Hi. Um. He had a thing of Dracar, I'm almost positive of Dracar, and it broke in his car. I mean, he used to be, ah, wow, thinking of this in retrospect, maybe High broke that, or maybe it wasn't even broken. Maybe he just soaked the shirt with it and put the shirt in there and then said that it was. And then maybe he could take that shirt out and air it out, but we never did any deep investigation. It was smelly. It was so smelly that 
high in the Ratmobile. I'm getting sidetracked from Bobby. Uh, so high, my friend high, he had, I believe it was a Lincoln Continental in the eighties. And it was not an eighties. I don't believe it was probably a seventies. It was big. And he had a rubber rat, a black rubber rat that was stuck in the dashboard. And, uh, believe it had a squeaker and we called it the Ratmobile. I mean, high was high has always been very generous. He's very generous with his car. But when you have a car named the Ratmobile, you are typically like when someone has a 300 ZX and then turbo 1984 anniversary edition. And then someone has a Camaro with T tops. Cause that's what you had in 1984. Hold on. Um, the Ratmobile was not, it was not first call. If you needed a ride, high would be a great person to call. Cause high would do it. High still would do it. I'm sure. I don't know that. I haven't talked to Hyde lately, but last time I talked to him, I'm sure he would still do that. That being said, if you needed to borrow a car without high, so it's you, no high, which once again, this is a person named high, not, not me being high. You should never be high when you drive. Okay. So, um, so if you were going to need the car and not need high, the person, not the activity, then Ratmobile. So if you needed the automobile and not the driver, that would be last on your list. There was a list, at least with me. There is a list. I didn't have my own car. Like, I was middle, upper, lower, middle class, middle, lower, upper. Upper, lower, middle, middle, upper, lower. I was in there somewhere. I mean, not me personally. My parents were, uh, and, but I we didn't have we I didn't have a car. I didn't have my own car. Um, so if I needed to skip school, which I did a lot, uh, I had people that I borrowed from. I digress. I was talking about Bobby. Uh, I don't even know how I got on the Ratmobile. Oh my heck! Anywho, anyhow, so oh, I do remember the cologne, right? So it's probably polo. So I was probably nine. It was nineteen ninety six. It was probably polo cologne if I was going to impress a young lady. And Bobby was young. I mean, she was so young that if I would have, but. I mean, I think what I was about to say would make sense, but I'm not 100% sure. So I'm not even going to say it. Hold on. I know that you would appreciate that. Because it probably would have been confusing. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I sprinkle, douse myself with polo cologne. Um, although that being said, I was working at the mall at that time. I had a pretty good relationship with all the girls that worked at the Jones store, uh, makeup counters, and they would always give me free samples of the men's cologne. So I had a ton of them. I mean, I literally like had a bag full. I think I had to get rid of them because they became so old. I'm think they became acidic. I mean, I probably could have been a, put them in an aerosol or a pump spray and they could have been used as mace. 
Um, that being said, so I get my cologne on. I head up to Talk of the Town in Lenexa, Kansas, where Kristen, my roommate, worked. And this, I didn't know anything. All I knew that there was a six-foot blonde girl there I was going to meet. Didn't know anything more than that. Didn't, didn't know anything more than that. So I get there, I park, I walk in, and so I always know that, I always feel like I am immediately identified when I walk into a building. I'm six foot five, I just, I swing a big dick, let's say. Um, I just, that people will look. Uh, in this particular night... So now I'm trying to remember, maybe it's because I wear stupid clothing. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. So on this night, so I'm walking in, and it's cold. So it's early February. It's Kansas. It's cold. I'm walking into this bar and grill to where my my roommate, one of my roommates, Kristen, works. uh, Hopefully to be introduced to a six-foot blonde woman girl, whatever. She was 21. I didn't even know that at the time. I don't know anything. She could have been 100. I don't know. I mean, I didn't ask that. I probably should have. Like, I think I did. I think I said, would I be interested? And Kristen was like, yes. So here I go. I I, I get up there. I walk in. I'm just that BDE. And uh, I, I look up to the bar, the the bar area. So back, this is when they were transitioning from smoking to non-smoking, but they were still allowing. They had smoking areas and non-smoking. So you young people wouldn't understand this question of going into a restaurant. Smoking, non, or first available. That was a thing. So when you went into a restaurant, did you want to sit in the smoking section, the non-smoking section, or whatever was first available? And now... If you were to even find a place that allowed smoking, it's probably separated, separate air systems, things of that nature. Uh, At this time, the smoking was literally two steps higher. The smoking area was two steps higher. And if you're like, what does he mean by steps? I literally mean steps. Like the steps that you would take to go up something. Like, if you're like, I'm going up the stairs, so steps, stairs, two stairs. That That's where smoking was, up near the bar. Because smokers are drinkers, too. And then non-smokers, they might be drinkers, but smokers are drinkers. I mean, for the most part, not 100%. That's not like a scientific, don't quote me, don't go out and don't ever quote this program, by the way. Unless you're talking about me and my love for Bobby, then you can quote that all, all you want. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I look up at the bar and it's a couple steps up from me. Bobby's six foot one, not six foot. She's six foot one. Probably wearing some sort of heel because you're 21 and you're fucking hot as shit. Why wouldn't you wear heels when you have legs that literally go forever? Uh, so. Um, I look up there. She's. I immediately see her. Like if there, like if I would have gone up to Kristen and Kristen was like, "Oh, that that person I wanted you to meet, they're in the bathroom, or they ran to the gas station to get smokes, or 
if they would if, if Bobby wouldn't have been Bobby, like, well, I didn't know I was looking for a Bobby. I I knew I was looking for someone that was six foot. And I found someone who was six one or six four, in the heels, or lift whatever. Wearing any shoes, she's six two. Uh, so let's whatever. They have can lights up there, and I always say the can light was right above her head. And she's blonde, so it looked like a halo. I will always say when I walked in, she looked like an angel. And then when she talks about me, she will mention how uh, as soon as I walked in, yes, um, she saw me, yes, and she wondered why there was a hunter there. Because of my creamsicle orange jacket. So I'm sure that it just thrilled her as I was walking up to her. I guess I've never given this that much thought from her point of view. I mean, I I always like I always I still see the my point of view. Like walking up. I'm surprised I didn't trip up the steps. I might have tripped up the steps. And I probably was knocking into people. I mean, I saw Bobby who I didn't know a name. I mean, I had no idea. And uh, went, went straight to that. Because they were standing next to Kristen, too. So, there. I'm thinking this has to be, right? There can't be. Do you know what the percentage of, of six-foot-one girls is? It's like 0.1%. It's like one in a thousand. So, I probably... It pro- Kristen, my roommate, probably did not call to tell me about a six-foot girl, and then she's standing next to a six-foot girl that's not the six-foot girl she talked about. Or maybe that's us. Uh, because I, yeah. So uh, I go up there, and I don't know. So then I wish I had the sound of, like, uh, fast-forwarding, like, you guys don't understand. Like young people don't understand what he. I mean, he. What I'm third person. Uh, what I mean by fast forwarding. It used to be on like uh, cassette tapes. You could fast forward and you'd hear. And I was gonna try to make the sound. Hold on. I need a drink. <clears throat> See, I still can't make it. Uh, I thought my mouth was dry. I thought that would fix it. I mean, that fixed the dry part of my mouth, but not the... I can't do it. So anyway, fast forward. I don't remember... I, so I remember walking up to Bobby, and I see Bobby, and we're chatting, and I would like to say that I was buying her drinks at that point, but... I'm also a cheap bastard. Um, she had already she already had at least a drink, I believe. I want it. She she was at least involved with alcohol at the point that I met her. I don't know how intimately that evening she was involved with alcohol at this point. Um, Considering where she was three hours later, I can pretty much guess where she was with alcohol at that point. Um, so I don't remember much going on. I mean, I'm sure that I was full court press. I mean, I'm sure that, and I don't know. I mean, so I live with her friend. Um, God, I wonder if I was ever mentioned. 
Oh, I've never, I literally, 28 years later, I've literally never thought of that. Like if Kristen had ever mentioned, because I'd been living with her for a few weeks at that point. Uh, uh, wow, I never even thought about it. So anywho, anyhow, anyway, so maybe she had a pre- preconceived idea. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she knew to look for a hunter. I've never asked her that. She said that she saw, did she see she saw a hunter or the hunter? Like, I'm the hunter. Like, I mean, I was hunting. I was on the ground, if you know what I mean. Uh, and so maybe, so I don't know. What, I've never even thought about that. So now that's going to stump me for a long time. I'm going to have to reach out to Kristen and, and ask whether I was ever mentioned beforehand. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So I don't even remember the walk. We walk across the parking lot to another bar, Barley's. And we get there. I don't know how long we're there. So once again, I can fill in the time frame because the job that I had, I worked at a mall at a video store selling video equipment and renting video games and video movies. Duh. Movies, videos. And it closed at 9. Unless a customer was there, which I was, especially on on Friday night, that was when X-Files was on. So I pretty much stopped dealing with customers at uh, 8 o'clock when X-Files came on. Fox, which was only, so back then, this is how long ago this was. I think Fox was only on a few hours a night still at that point. Maybe not. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I digress. Um... So it was a Friday night. Uh, I best case scenario, I walk out at nine. Uh, best case scenario, I get home at nine thirty, check the messages, <clears throat> answer the phone right when I walk in. Because how about if she wasn't off? I never even thought about that. I've always thought about the most amount of time we would have had together before she went home with me. And so nine thirty, say she calls me right at nine thirty. We've already discussed. I am putting on most likely polo cologne. Probably right guard, like athletic right guard that would smell like. So I would have the polo cologne that would try to make me smell sophisticated. And then I would have like right guard sports scent on my pits. So it'd smell like I just came from the gym. Like a sophisticated gym, I guess, maybe. So, uh, so then I get to drive there. Um, I'm trying to think from there. I've never even thought really about that drive, like what it would have been back then. I probably would have had to go straight down a a major street, but it's only 45 miles an hour. Best case scenario, the very, very best case scenario, earliest I could have arrived, 10.15. I'm going to set that as the line, 10.15, the very earliest. I don't see how I could have arrived earlier. If you like round numbers, let's say 10. But I think it was 10.15, literally the earliest I could have been there. I don't know what time we go to Barley's. Um, I don't know if we left Barley's when it closed. So the only thing I remember about, mm, I remember a couple things. Uh, first, let me tell you the good. Then I'm going to tell you the ugly. Uh, not ugly. Um, weird. Literally in my 56 years... It's only happened once. It was this night that I met Bobby. 
Like if people said, was the, was meeting Bobby the most interesting part of your night? Now that I'm thinking about it, it was the most rewarding part of my night. But if I told a story the next day, you know, literally it may not have been the one I led with. So let's lead with a story that involves Bobby. I don't remember anything. Uh, I think it, uh, I think I've only been in that bar a couple times, and I think that was the first time I'd been in that bar. So we're in the bar, and we're leaning against the bar. The bar is on the east side, and I am standing. So I would have been standing, geographically speaking, I would have been north of her. She would have been south of me. Um, I had my left elbow on the bar. Maybe I was leaning against the bar. We were at the bar. Okay. My left side, her right side were against the bar. And I remember making the comment. I would really like to kiss you. Now, once again, I cannot recall. I remember seeing her when I walked in and I remember something before this. Pretty sure it was before this, but now I'm trying to think if it was before this, why I did. Um, and I will tell you if it was after what I'm going to get to, <laughs> definitely. That's why we stopped kissing there. So anyway, I said, I would really like to kiss you. And Bobby's res response, which was, <laughs> Bobby says, and I was like, yes, please. So I kissed Bobby right there at the bar. And if you're thinking, oh, so here I am. I'm, I get it. I mean, I don't always do all of the math. I do a lot of the math, not all the math. So I, uh, let's see, I was 27, 26, 26, I would have turned. Nope, I was 28. So I was 28 and Bobby was 21. Oh, fudge. Yeah, that's right. We're only we're only like a six years apart for like a month. Uh, so anywho, anyhow, anyway. Um, uh, she kissed me for some reason. God, I was like 33% older than her. Like seven years older. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's young now. Like someone three quarters my age now is literally in their 40s, I think. That math is probably not right, but you know what I'm going for. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So um so I kiss Bobby and I will finish the story with Bobby because I there's gonna be you're going to need some time to process what else happened at the bar. Didn't involve Bobby and us. I mean, it did because we saw it, and it's something we can't unsee. And it was something that was so impactful to both of us that we still remember it and can recall it 28 years later. I'm not the only one that remembers this. Like, Bobby, yeah, she definitely remembers the kiss. And if you're like, she probably, that kiss was so amazing, she probably doesn't remember this. She remembers this. Once again, even with her, like she's told the story that people probably ask, "What's his what? What's his last name?" And like she was like, "I don't know." Yeah, why? Why would we have discussed last name at all? 
Jeez. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Uh, so I kiss. So I see her. The talk of the town. She's an angel. I take said angel to another bar, or we go to a place. Which, first of all, in retrospect, she made a lot of errors. Uh, we talk about a no secondary location. Like, don't meet someone. They go, oh, we should go somewhere else. Yeah, don't. No, no two. Lo- it's a strict no two location rule, and she broke that. And I guess the third location, she knew my roommate and worked with her. I mean, see, in the 90s, that that probably seemed fine. Now I think that that I still, uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway. So talk to the town, boom, angel. Uh, over there, kiss. Uh, then we're at home, my place. And it's a split-level townhome. I have the whole downstairs. So kitchen, two bedrooms, my roommates, living room stuff. Upstairs, I have a living room, bathroom bedroom downstairs so she comes there with me and um we fool around for a bit but she was extremely air quotes tired um she had met a uh, different gentleman before she'd been hanging out with another guy before me mr beer um and if you're like what's mr beer it's just like a really big beer like a like um, it's Mr. Beer. I don't know. Like, if I said Mr. Beer and you tried to picture it, like you didn't really know what one was. Like, if you're like, I don't know what that is. I don't think you'd picture a little. Just picture beer. And I don't know, with a mustache. I don't know. Maybe that will help be a Mr. Beer. I don't know what makes... So, any, anywho, anyhow, anyway, we get home... Uh, so we did not, we always say it's a was a one-night stand because it was more about seeing each other again. Um, but we, we didn't uh, do, we didn't have sex uh, that night. So she was tired. She went to sleep. I let her go to sleep. I had a dog, probably walk the dog. Because uh, it was cold out which I'd mentioned why I had a parka on before, and so the cold air probably did me good because, let's say, uh, I was not as ready for sleep as she was. Because I, had a I mean, I, I didn't know. Some of you may have been like, uh, I don't know what he's talking about, So because that's why the cold, instead of taking a cold shower. Because that would have been, yeah. You don't want her to wake up at that point have to go to the bathroom and you're in there showering and you would have either been a in a cold tower or be jerking it. And I'm going to head, go ahead and go out on a limb and said that scenario, it didn't happen. Probably would have jerked it instead. Took the dog for a walk on a cold day, probably had my fly open and it went. That is literally the sound my penis made when it hit the cold air. Okay, so uh, next morning, I take Bobby back to work and um, drop her off at full court press again. I was begging to see her. I don't know. Maybe it's because she was 21 and I was 28. And at 28, maybe I was like, I can't get a 21-year-old anymore. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, um, I don't, 
I told my roommate Kristen when I got home that I would marry Bobby and spend the rest of my life with her. Twelve hours, probably not even twelve hours after I met her, and I can't explain it. That is why I can one hundred percent guarantee that there is a God, there is a life force, there's a universe, there's something. There's a person sitting at a simulation seat, a programmer. There is something. No way this guy ends up with that girl if, uh, if something isn't getting us. There's no way out of 8 billion people, I just happen to live within, I just happen to be roommates with the person that would be my soulmate. Ooh, I just hit the mic. So I got a new mic set up. Not a, it's an old mic, but I changed it for doing videos so I can do shorts, so I can be seen more, which I know it's out of the way. But uh, I just punched it for the first time. And it doesn't have a whatever. I was going to call it a shot collar, and I know that's not what it is. It is a dingle dangle. No, it is a um, something. So it, is a so it doesn't uh, vibrate when I punch it accidentally. So anyhow, anyhow, anyway, I'm giving her the full court press, right? So I'm like, come on, see me tonight, see me tonight. I get off work at 9, see me tonight, see me tonight. Because she was working the day show because I, I was going to take her back to work and she had to work. So walk of shame, same clothes, blah, blah, yada, yada. Uh, dating someone that was there, kind of, kind of in air quotes. I Really dating. Um, but she couldn't handle him. She couldn't handle the sex drive from what was said. Now, they never had sex. I think it was just he was anticipating she wouldn't be able to, which I guess is good. I mean, you would want, I would think you would want your lover to overestimate so that you could be ready for that than underestimate. Like, if your lover said, I only want to have sex once a day, and you were like, okay, and they underestimated by 10, and they want to have sex 10 times a day, you, that would be much different than the reverse. Um, so I am begging. Uh, so Bobby's working day shift. She's off. I'm begging her to show up. Uh, I get off at 9. I wanted to see her. I wanted to see her. So once again, there's not cell phones. I can't text her. I can't be calling her through the day. My job, oh, I didn't do anything. I would have been a horrible nuisance. I mean, just a god. I'm telling you, if there was this, what technology we have in 2024, if that would have been available in 1996, no way. That one-night stand, literally, the kissing at the bar and what we had to see at the bar. So we would have already had always had that together. So that's why we were meant to be together because each of us would still remember the story. So it's good that we're with the person that we remember the story. I'd hate to be with someone and explain the story because I'll get to it. I will get to the story at the bar. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Uh, so I'm giving Bobby the full court press. So I had kind of been seeing someone else that was going to the University of Kansas, and I had decided that, okay, so this is how sure I am of Bobby. I decided I was going to go to Lawrence and tell this person I was, wasn't going to see him anymore, and 
Here's my thing. I am a probably way. Oh, ask Bobby. Oh, she would love it if I wasn't this way. I am probably way too just open and blah about stuff. So I'm sure that I said to this person, um, we're done. Thanks. I had a good time. I see once again, it's what uh, I've never even thought about. It. it is so good that there was not texting technology. It would have been different for me back then because I wouldn't have worked out who I was back in the 80s and 90s until I met Bobby would not fly today. Just with texting, with people communicating, with with everything going on, there's no way that who I was back then would go now. Uh, I say that all the time. Bobby would not. So she didn't know my work number. Uh, I don't think my roommates knew my work number. Probably they were new roommates. I don't know why they would have. So the only way they would get a hold of me is at home or call me at the on the house phone. Uh, which I wonder if I answer much. I'm trying to think. I'm sure I had a phone downstairs instead of having to go upstairs. That seems ridiculous. And if you're like, why would you have to? What do you mean go upstairs down? Because the phone was tethered to the fucking wall. Okay, there was a cord that came out of the phone and it stuck into the wall. And okay. So this stuff was so good. These phone cords are so good that in old movies and old times, people would use phone cords to murder other people. That's how good phone cord is. Or tie them up. But yeah, choke them out with phone cords. So, so anyway, it's not like I'm dragging the phone around. We were not high-class polluting. We didn't even have home cordless phones, which... Still would have been god-awful expensive. Huge and a metal antenna that went up and down, which more is a poking hazard than it was an actual addition to the phone giving you better reception. I'm not... It was walkie-talkie technology at best being introduced into the phone. Uh, so, any who, anyhow, anyway. Uh, I go to Lawrence to tell this girl I'm not going to see her again, and uh, I get home... So I get off at 9, probably back then. I'm trying to think what the highways were back, like back then, like how many lanes it actually was. And it, uh, Let's see. So let's say it took me 45 minutes to get there. That's, that's probably pretty average from where I was. So it took me 45 minutes to get to Lawrence, get in the uh, dormitory, and we have our chat and I leave, so 9.45, have this chat, probably some discussion. I'm not much of a discusser at this point in my life. I'm going to say no more than a half an hour. I get home at 11. So, so now I'm home at 11, which to me seems reasonable. I have worked a full day. Uh, so here's what I've done. Had a one-night stand. Woke up early the next morning to take this said one-night stand to work. Told my roommate I was going to marry said one-night stand because it wasn't going to be a one-night stand. And I was not about two-night stands or three-night or anything else. I generally... So that was weird. Um, then I went to work. I worked a full day. On a Saturday, I would have worked nine hours, which is very difficult selling video. I love that job. I mean, because I liked what I did. I like selling. I like 
video games were brand new. We were one of the only places that rented video games. <clears throat> Talking to people that are just getting into video games because it was really all ages because it was brand new technologies. So you weren't learning it young and growing old with it. Every age was that wanted to know about it or whatever it was learning. So that was really cool. So uh, so I, I would have got her back to work, probably went straight to my work. So I'm at work at, from noon to 9, go to Lawrence, break up with a girl, get back to my apartment probably by 11, best case scenario. So best case scenario, I have now made her wait an hour and a half because – my timing with everything, and Kristen would have known this coming home from work. She would have known that I would have been home by 9.30. So I get home. Best case scenario, 11. It could have been 2. I guarantee you it wasn't 2. Uh, no way she waits that long. I'm going to say 11. Between 11 and 12. I guarantee, I know it wasn't past 12. Because all I did was break up with a girl. And... Actually, I may have gotten Dunkin' Donuts because we didn't have Dunkin' Donuts in Kansas City and you had to go in and blah, blah, blah. So anywho, anyhow, anyway, between 11 and 12, I get back. So she's been waiting somewhere between one and a half hours to two hours. And and that doesn't count. Like, if she, like, got there at six, she can't say, like, I was waiting six hours for you or five hours until you got home at 11 because... I wasn't expected home till 9.30. So that's when the clock, I feel, should start. So best case scenario, I made her wait an hour and a half. Worst case scenario, two and a half probably. I don't think she would have waited any longer. So I get back, and here's the thing. I think she just waited long enough. She's hanging out on the sofa. I literally think she's sitting in between my roommates, Kristen and Ryan. And I get there. And I think she got up just long enough to say bye to me. Like, I think she wanted to be on her way out the door when, as soon as I arrived. So congratulations, you succeeded. And then she didn't talk to me for two weeks. Then on Valentine's Day, which will be coming up soon, uh, I get a call. Wanted to know if I wanted to meet her. And the call would have been dinner time-ish probably maybe it was after work oh, I've never looked to see when Valentine's Day I could figure that out I gotta figure out when Valentine's Day was that year because that would I worked every night I closed every night that was just part of my job so if it was a Monday through Saturday, I would have been there till 9 p.m. So I wouldn't have gotten that call till 9.30. And I remember going up to the bar, and it was later than dinner time. now that I think about it. But I had a date that night. So I my date was probably waiting for me to come. Worst case scenario, that date was expecting a call from me saying that I was running a few minutes late. Don't worry, I'll be there. On a phone tethered to the wall in your house or an apartment. I opted to go the other direction. I went up and saw Bobby. Okay, so here we go. We need to go back to the bar for a second. So at Barley's Brew House, and this, I don't, this person was a familiar of Bobby's, meaning uh, she knew them. I don't remember how. I don't remember. I'll have to ask them, uh, ask her. 
um, how she knew this person. I don't remember their name. She would remember their name. But um, I don't know if she worked with them. It was someone else's roommate. Somehow she knew this person. And they were sitting on the couch. There's a couch in this bar. So I, I already described. So the bar is on the uh, the east side was at this time the bar that we're staying against. I was north position. She was south position. Further in a south position, uh, there was a sofa. Uh, so behind Bobby. So my eye view behind Bobby. And this, we hear this person utter a phrase that I have, I have never heard before. I'm going to have to ask Liv LaRue whether they, they've ever heard of this phrase being used. The phrase was, I'm going to take a deep breath here. The phrase was, that gum is stuck in my pubic hairs. Um, so, like, he, me, I would have been like, did some girl try to blow you on the couch and her gum came out and fell into your pubic hairs? Because that answers a lot of questions. That answers how the gum got there, uh, that a girl was there, because then it explains why his pants are open uh, with accessibility to his uh, pubic region, pubular, pubic ear, groinular region. And... Um, if she was chewing gum when she was blowing them and spit it out for some reason or just popped out. I mean, I've never had a girl give me head with gum in their mouth, so I wouldn't know, but I would think that... So maybe she was getting ready to go down on them and remember that she had gum, didn't like have a saucer or a plate or something, a napkin to put it on. And so she just decided to spit it into his granular. It's already there. And it got stuck. So once again, so that solves everything. So he's about to get hit from a girl. So she unzips his pants, pulls his weenie out, and uh, goes, oh, shit. I got Hubba Bubba in my mouth. I wonder if Hubba Bubba is still around. I get distracted easy. So anyways, like I have Hubba Bubba in your mouth. And then she'd be like, because it'd be loud. And then she spit it. Or maybe, because that sounds kind of sadistic. Like if she puts it there and know, she knows there's going to be ramifications. There's going to be difficulty for this gentleman later. Um, you know, you, the, uh, it just doesn't seem like that would be the most ideal place to store your gum will blow in a guy. Uh, so maybe she set it to the side, like near the belt buckle uh, or the zipper, which is too close. I mean, if she would have asked me beforehand, this theoretical person, I would have said, you might as well spit it into his groin because it's going to end up there anyway. But, um, so here's the thing. That didn't happen. Um why his pants were unzipped, exposing that area. I mean, just that just that alone, not even seeing the penile portion of your groinular area, so no penis, just seeing the pubic hairs 
May. Oh, my God. Maybe that's. Mm, yeah. There are ways that you can prevent gum getting stuck in your pubic hairs. Hold on. I think I got a sound for that, but I don't know which one's right. No. Maybe that one. I mean, it's supposed to be crickets. I don't know if that's right or not. Um, but so this guy had his pants open, and I don't know what happened after that. I mean, I I don't know what. In so here it is. It's the '90s, and whatever grooming happens to be going on now, like I. On the old TV show, Arrested Development, uh, Tobias Funke was a never-nude. He always had, like, jean shorts on, jorts, because he was a never-nude, meaning he would never be completely nude. I'd be the exact opposite, like an always-nude. I literally would. Uh, anywho, how, uh, anyway, um, I'm like a, 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 a no-hair. I really, I don't have... I groom a lot of myself, and that can take care of that. Like, if you were to drop gum on my arms, guess what? It's not going to stick. It's not going to stick. I shave my arms. Why? Because I look exactly like Sylvester Stallone, that's why. Uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway. So he gets gum. For some reason, I remember it being yellow, like quench gum, which would... Ex I mean, that may be why he would spit it out because quench gum, I love it to death, but it, unless it is changed like at a molecular level, it used to lose it. It would be like, remember the, the, how many licks to the middle of a Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pot? It was how many chews until quench gum lost its flavor. Loved it. Uh, green, the best. Orange is very good. Green's by far, lemon lime's by far the best. Ugh. Hold on, give me a second. I'm thinking about quench gum. Um, some reason I remember it being bright yellow. I don't know why. I don't, and I remember this guy. I don't know. I don't know if I saw it. I feel like we are a long ways away. This is recall. I and I don't want to go to therapy for this. I do not want to have any sort of uh, hypnosis transgression. I I don't want to know. Here's what I. Here is my recall. We hear that. I look, and for some reason, I feel like I see yellow gum in a very hairy black cubicle region. Like, almost think, like if you had ever seen a black poodle with a real curly hair, now imagine chewing quench gum, the bright yellow gum, and then going out and spitting your gum out in this poodle's hair, that's what I remember seeing. I, for some reason, I remember it being obscenely dark and hairy and then a... I mean, that's... I mean, I'm feeling a little emotional talking about it. Like, emotional like I'm going to throw up. Like, that's the emotion I'm feeling right now. Uh, so anyway, and we so see, wouldn't that suck? Bobby and I needed to talk about that because that would totally suck 
if we didn't stay together forever and we had that shared thought about the gum in the pubic region? Because no one, like, anytime someone got gum stuck in their hair, that's an immediate thought. And if it's, it has to be with Bobby too. Because that's never, this never happened to me. And I've been in some weird situations. I've been in, I've been in situations that I've forgotten, but I haven't forgotten that situation. I don't think I ever would forget that situation. You know, one thing I do remember about that night, I remember that. (sighs) Here's one thing I actually don't remember about that. I was going to say, I remember about that night, how much I must have fallen in love with Bobby. But I feel like my love for her and my appreciation and what I value from her grows each and every year. So it makes me wonder how how did I know back then? I mean, that's why I am so sure. Because there's no way you meet someone. Because we didn't even have sex. I mean... The chances of someone not having sex with me and not, I'm not saying that I deserve, I'm just saying that. And there are a lot of girls out there like this uh, as well. You can, you know, it's probably easier for girls actually than it is for guys. But for, for a certain amount of guys, you can tell. There is a reason I could be like, a girl be like, I really like your Jeep. It's like, ah, eh, you just want to have sex with me. That's why you like it. Well, you give me a ride in your Jeep, I'll have sex with you. There's reason that that banner would go on so fast, okay? And I did whatever whatever happened with Bobby was I, I knew. There was something. It wasn't like, oh, well, we didn't have sex, so I really... That would have said, I really want to, because then I would, that would have been a different conversation with Kristen. I would have said, you know what? I really want to see your friend again. And I'm winking. I know that you couldn't hear that on the podcast, but I was winking when I did that. So that's what appeared to be a silence was actually just a very quiet wink, which is how wink should be. I will tell you this. This is a safety and health tip. I am not a doctor. I don't even know if this is correct information, but I would say if you can hear yourself wink, like if it's like if it sounds like a newspaper or something, like folding a newspaper, wadding one up when you wink, that's not right. I don't know that for a fact, but I just if if anyone was around me and they like they winked at me, like if my mom. Because she likes to do stuff like that, like wink. and Luckily, she doesn't do finger pistols. But somebody, but if she, like, uh, just thinking about my dad trying to wink. My dad couldn't wink. He could not close one eye without closing the other. I go, you know, you're blinking. No, I'm winking. Mm, when it's both eyes, I'm pretty sure it's called blinking. Oh, my heck, that was a cough. But I muted the mic, hopefully, for you. Um, so, because uh, that would suck. So Bobby and I, if we would have gone our separate ways and had that story about pubic hair gum guy, uh, that would have been awful. So I'm glad we share that, too. I'm glad we share so many things. I mean, our daughters are pretty awesome. Our kids. 
our si- no, I was gonna say our siblings, but they're not our siblings. They're they're siblings. Whatever, our children. TMJ five thousand and Mo. Um the Trinity May. So it and this is not her birth certificate name, uh, but it used to be Trinity May Johnson O'Brien Mahaffey McGillicuddy Martin. Um there are only three of those that are right out of all those, but I thought it, it just kind of rolled off the tongue. And it was the same type everyone. And then it was uh, TMJ 3000. I don't know why three. And then it became 5000 because it was better. Somehow Trinity got better. Maybe being able to do things on their own. That's when they got better. And they went from being TMJ 3000 to TMJ 5000. Uh, so they're pretty awesome. Our dog. She's asleep right now. God, that is a needy dog. Whining because... So we don't have a fireplace. We used to have a fireplace, but live in an old apartment building, so they don't <clears throat> do that. So they replaced it with a electric fireplace that's also a heater and things, and Dakota is enamored with it. She just wants to lay there and stare at it Ugh, over and over. Okay. So this whole story was to talk about how 28 years ago, so right now, as of recording this show, uh, which would be on the 9th of February, 2024, this would have been that limbo time where Bobby wasn't talking to me, where I was just about to give up. And I know I had a date on the 14th, which is five days away. But just like when Bobby called me and I gave up everything, I mean, it, was, it wasn't uncommon for me, so I probably didn't have been. I was probably still. So here's the thing also, because a full court press back then, like overdoing it was leaving one message a day, like at their house. And they went to school, so they were a student, and then they had a job, and they were a bartender, and so they were up late. So it wasn't like they were at home checking. And they may have checked, and I probably gave her my work number, but she called me at home, and I went up and saw her. I'm telling you, if so, in a an episode, just a couple episodes ago, Jason Ernst and I spent the last hour talking about religion, and this is why I 100% won. And Bobby will hate that I say this 1,000% because there can't be more than 100%. Blah blah yada yada. 1,000% know that there is a God. There is something out there that wanted Bobby and I together. There's no way geographically we end up at the same bar, the same time, the same night. Or that I would have even, I mean, how about if I didn't answer the phone that night? Or left a message and I never checked the messages. Because I'm probably sure, we were not rich. Once again, I will point that out. So it's not like we had an answer machine upstairs and downstairs that you could or listen from any handset. I don't know what kind of technology you all think you recall from 1996, but it was not that. Or at least it was not poor people, not that. And it's not like we were poor, but we were... We were poor. I mean... I take that back. No, I take that back. I don't. I. I. I don't want to minimize that. There are a lot of people that were are, are poor and were poor and a lot worse off than us. So that is the wrong. We were um, 
fruit. I don't know. What the fuck? We weren't making a ton of money. I mean, you have to remember in 1996, I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that minimum wage was like 335 an hour, 375 an hour. Uh, so that's what the, not that it's that, it's only twice that now. So it's not like it was that crazy, but so this would have been limbo time in between the time that I met Bobby, fucked it up on the next day by giving her the full court press, see me, see me, see me, and then not being there for her to see. And then, so we would have been in that two weeks where she wasn't talking to me. And I don't know how often I called. I mean, most of me would say, because it wasn't like me. I wasn't someone, I'm not going to call you. I wasn't going to see you a second time. So if I'd already seen you, why would I be calling you? I mean, uh, yeah, no. I, I So I, my thought is I didn't call very often, like maybe not even every day. But then my fear is because I told Bobby, or excuse me, I told Kristen that I was going to marry Bobby already, that I may have called more than once a day. Once again, I don't know if you can find what the etiquette was with message leaving voicemails and things back in the day. Um, but uh, it was not to leave multiple messages. Like, if you... So one message, you're like, oh, I need I, I need to investigate what they're talking about. Uh, two messages, you're hoping, man, I hope it's an emergency. I, God, I wonder what they want. Three messages, now it's like, okay, let's dial it back a notch. And then if you get to like four messages in a day, if it was not the emergency on message two, like if you had to get back to message four and it's an emergency, it better be like a severed leg or something because I don't, I would have never done that. I mean, that was not like, once again, I don't know, maybe it was. None of this was like me. Let's see, I'm going to finish with this story. So we had a pastor of the church that I went to here in Kansas City and had gone to uh, all my uh, junior high, uh, high school life. Up till 28. I continue to go on Sundays. And one of the pastors there, Bobby and I, were going to have him marry us. So we went to meet him. So I'm jumping so far ahead in the story. Because remember, this date, she's still not talking to me. And so we went to meet with this pastor, and he did not think we should get married. Which bugged me at the time, too. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I mean, I, I was just... It was amazing and here's the thing that's weird too that we were so fucking confident i know i was we were so far fuck it let's find another church another ministry and when i think about it retroactively and i don't even think i because I, I don't give things that much thought i just moved on to the next thing we moved on to another pastor another church we moved on we got married it, it, to me it wasn't that big a deal he said no and i'm like oh that doesn't make any sense and we moved on I mean, uh, Bobby still sometimes, when we see this pastor, she'll be like, hey, we should go up and say hello to him together. And I get it. I mean, not everyone stays together for 28 years, stays married for 26 years. I totally get that. I mean, I, I talk about it all the time. I love talking about it. I don't think there's... Bobby's my motorcycle, and what that means is I work with someone who we think it's funny. He 
sees how quickly he can talk about that he has a motorcycle, that he rides a motorcycle. Listen, I'm a motorcycle, and I used to ride a motorcycle, and yes, but it is just interesting. But I, I'm like that with Bobby. Like, alt, like how quickly I'm dropping something about... I just thought about it. A lot of times it's her shoe size because we get a lot of people that come in and they're like, I have a huge foot. It's a size nine. Hold on. I got a sound for that. Um, so our girls go like 12, 12 and TMJ 5,000 is 13, 14, 15, depending on the shoe, something like that. Bobby can probably go into 13 if she wanted. But so I, I just think it's funny. So a lot of times I'll be like, oh, you think it's big? And then I'll talk. But then I gush about my wife. And so I'll talk about my shoes. I'll talk about how I bought shoes when we first got together and I was able to wear them on our 25th anniversary. Um, I use that story all the time. I mean, it, it doesn't take long for someone to meet me. And even with, and I'm going to do it like this. Actually, I'm going to use this voice. Um... Even, so, then I'll bring it up. Like, if, I do still know if I'm getting flirted with. I believe all the time. And uh, so someone brought this up. This is not their actual accent. Maybe it is. I don't know. You can decide. Let's just say it is. This was their actual accent. So I said to them that, oh, but I am happily married. I have been for 24 years. You don't wear no ring. So that is what they said to me. And it was because of the time I was going through, I had lost a lot of weight. And I had been wearing my dad's wedding band after he passed and it was being sized or something. Or it wasn't fitting. I'd already had it sized, but I'd shrunk again. Or I don't know what was going on. But I hadn't been wearing my wedding band. But it was because I could. I even have some rubber wedding bands, uh, which is what I wear now because I'm so afraid I'm still going to lose it that it'll just slide off. But my rubber wedding bands weren't even fitting at the time. So it does not take me long. I want everyone to know. Um, and it's not because I am a snob that I want everyone to know. It's just because she's so much better than everyone else. And I want that. I mean, because I am kind of gloating there that I have the best. Like, people, I've never had to give... Bobby a shirt that says best person, best wife ever. Nothing like that. Because I just I just know it to be true and she knows it is true. And it's I don't have to do that because like if I like sometimes like have you ever seen a person that says like best dad ever on it and you're like bullshit you're I mean you just look at him, you're like, there's no way. I mean, I'm calling bullshit. There's no way you're the best dad ever. I mean I can see your kid. You're holding your kid's hand, and you're holding it wrong. So there's no way you're the best dad ever. Um, but if if I told Bobby best dad ever, like, have you ever seen someone? Here's the one. Have you ever seen a, a woman wear one that says trophy wife? And you're like, oh, I didn't know they were giving out trophies for seventh place. Um, if Bobby wore one that said trophy wife, no one, everyone's like, nah, that's a pretty good, that's like the Stanley cup because everyone wants the drink out of it. Or maybe that's it. I am so late. And so this is one of my problems when I do shows late. 
at night, which I usually don't mind. This is why I do need a studio so I can be somewhere or lock myself in somewhere and then be as loud as possible or not as possible, but as loud as I want to be. Just like Bobby is during sex. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So, um, so I was probably pretty miserable. Twenty-eight. So that's what I love when I know an exact time frame. Like something's coming up, something's changing, something happened right before Mo was born, right before Team J was born. Something was going on. I, I love that. So right now, I was probably miserable, and I was probably. First of all, here's another thing, too. Oh, fuck. Uh, I was not used to having a girl not want me. So, and this isn't what made this isn't what made me want Bobby and like want to spend the I'd already said that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. So maybe her not being around for like 10 days, maybe that made me want it even more, but that's not that wasn't the catalyst for it. Uh, but I was probably miserable. I mean, I was miserable because I already know I want to spend my life with her, so why aren't we starting with this? I mean, we get an extra 10 days, Bobby, or something like that. Uh, 10, 11, somewhere in there. 10, 11, 11, I think, 10, I don't know. Somewhere in there, almost two weeks. The, somewhere between one and two weeks, actually, we would have had. Um, but yeah. It, uh, it, it seems weird that 28 years ago right now, I was probably feeling things I had never felt before in my life. Because here I am wanting to be with this girl, which, first of all, is not a feeling that I generally have. Then her, at least at that point in time, appearing not to want to be with me. Because I don't think, oh, I've never had this talk with her either. So I've never asked... <clears throat> did you want to be with, how much did you think, did you think about me, like, during that time? Like, I can't recall thoughts that I had about her from the time that I showed up at my apartment to her dismay at least an hour and a half late uh, to the time that she called me because I was super happy. I mean, like, if people, when I look at her, hey, you would think that we had just met or something, like, or I had, like, x-ray vision. Because I, like, lust. It's lust in my eyes. Uh, and I, I'm sure that I had that as soon as I... I, wa- I remember walking in. So she was... She had her back to me. She would have had her back to me when I walked in. God, that's weird. Because I probably had to walk by her then to see her. And so then I came in. Because there's no cell phones. It's like... So she would have had to tell me at home where she... Like, we're sitting at this part of the bar. And then I would have had to remember. I couldn't look like at a text. Where did they say they were again? Where were they seated? I couldn't do that. That was not a technology that even existed. Like, texting, probably the military or spies had texting, but normal folk, gen pop, did not have uh, texting capabilities back then. So I, I get there and I remember. Because then I... Is that... I'm trying to remember. See, because then when the people were leaving and knew that I had been singing James Brown karaoke the night before at another bar, and when I say people, I mean two separate groups of people, 
they would have had to see me from behind. So they might have said, here's the deal. They probably saw me walk in once again. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I'm not as awesome as I think I am. So here's the deal. I always think I'm awesome. Like, I'm going to tell the Pizza Hut story. Okay, so here's the Pizza Hut story. I have uh, one of my favorite pairs of shoes. Uh, bought them the year I met Bobby. They're the shoes I wore on our anniversary, our 25th anniversary. Uh, some black and white wingtip Doc Martens. Love, love, love those shoes. Uh, probably haven't worn them since that night. Still love them. Still have them in the closet. And they're now, whatever, how over years old. Um, so one night I was at Pizza Hut picking up pizza for our family. And this is when I used to dress up and stuff. And the woman next to me looks at me, and I see her look me up and down. Okay? I know what it feels like to be looked up and down. Someone look at me up and down. And she goes, uh, hey, do you go to Church of the Resurrection? And my, my first thought, the first thing in my mind, the first thing that comes to my mind is, I still got it. She notices me. I mean, I'm six foot five. I always say that, but I'm also handsome. So, you know, that's why. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. And she goes, yeah, I recognize your shoes. Um, that was a hit on the ego. I mean, here's the way. I will always spin it to my positive. So I was probably like, because I have good taste in shoes. Thank you very much. Um, so, you know, I always think that I'm walking in these places and they, they see this, this bigger than life presence walk in, but maybe I'm just wearing ridiculous clothes. Like most of these stories about me walking in or doing something, I have an orange parka on and here's the deal. I'm a thin guy. Parkas aren't really made for thin guys. They're very puffy. I mean, it's big, real big. I mean, it's so big that if it wasn't 35 years old and in great condition, I would get rid of it. I've looked to see how much they're going for. There are websites selling that stinking jacket. I found one $682 used. In mining event has blood stains. A sledding accident. But luckily, orange, red, and white were the colors of the jacket. So my blood looked very good all over the white. But now, see, that's why I don't want to sell it. Because I feel like even though it's 30 years old uh, uh, injury, probably older than that, 30. It could be like 32 years old, this injury, this blood. I think there's still enough DNA there that they could either A, pin a crime on me, or B, clone me. Which is that you could put this brain in a cloned young body and like get rid of the defects. Like they have that CRISPR thing, won't get into it, but they should be able to like splice my DNA so that I don't have bad knees. Like if I could not have 11 knee surgeries, and I haven't had one since I was 43. So I had 11 by the time I was 43. I haven't had one since. The last one was a replacement. Um, like some of that stuff. Maybe. And hair. I would love hair. Uh, Bobby would love me with hair. I remember. Uh, 
I remember when Bobby was like, so I, I shaved my head when I was down in Florida. I had been playing basketball <clears throat> out on the beach all the time, and I was playing at night, and it was it just the air's thick, and uh, it was like having a wet mop on my head. So I shaved my whole head, and I was all one length back to my shoulder. I looked very, very pretty. I very much did. Uh, give me a second. Oh, God, I mean, I want... I do think I was pretty with my hair, but uh... okay. So once again, I was about to go. It gives you so much confidence, but you all that are longtime listeners know that that is not something that I lack in the first place. So I probably, I think the hair would cause more. I would love it. It would make I would enjoy things much better. Uh, I think Bobby would enjoy it much better. I mean, there's only so much of this you can do to a person. And for the you all not watching the podcast, I was grabbing my head. But if she could grab my hair, and I would grow it long. I mean, I would grow it so she could wrap that shit around her wrist. And then I don't know what she'd do to me to make me buck like a Bronco. And once again, I have to have a lot of my ailments fixed before I should be bucking like a Bronco for Bobby. But... Oh, yeah, she could wrap it around there. And that's how solid I want my hair to be, where she could wrap her wrist around just, like, ratatouille me. Like, do this, do that. And I'm not talking about cooking food. Uh, Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Um, Let's see. What is my takeaway from this whole program? Uh, 28 years ago, I met the most amazing person I have ever met in my life. Uh, if you don't have someone like this in your life, I hope it's out there for you. It's awesome. Let's go back to the original story with my dad. Like, what does this mean? So my dad and my mom got married 10 months after they met. And they were married for 59 years before he passed. Now, At the end, we found out some things that maybe it wasn't so love-induced, their union. There's there's love there. Um, maybe rethink being adopted for a couple minutes. Uh, like maybe they didn't have sex. But I think it was more, uh, I think the first night, what we heard in uh, near the end of his life was that it was more of a transactional, like... Like, that was expected. He was a business administrator of a church, and she, her father was a big-time pastor. She was a PK. God, that's a weird thing about my mom, man. I really want to ask her, and I don't know if she'd be honest. I don't think she's honest with me all the time. I'm fine with that. I don't give a shit. I mean, but I... Every PK that, and if you don't know, PK is a preacher's kid. Every PK that I've ever met, male, female, they are wild as fuck. And my wife, my my wife, my mom was a PK. So good fucking Lord. But for some reason, it seemed to be more transactional. But but when I was growing up, my dad used to always say, I, I would say this, Dad, how did you know mom was the one the night you met her? He goes, I just knew. And I would always be like, Bullshit. I would always call BS on that. There, you don't just know. I had I had gone 
out with more than a handful of girls, never once even remotely had that feeling. And then there it was. I meet Bobby and it was I don't I don't know. I tell you, it was everything else. Like I want I always want to say there was once I met Bobby, there were no other girls, but I did have a date the night that she called me and I came back to meet her. That being said, I felt that I had, I felt I had lost my chance. At 10 days, once you get the double digit days, and so, anywho, anyhow, anyway. So, but I was not, oh God, fuck. And that's probably a story. I mean, no matter how they could have met the love of their life the next day. But that is probably still a story. Because even if they met it, then the next day, they'd go, well, the day before I met you, this guy called me at probably 9.30 for a late-night date we were supposed to have on Valentine's Day. And here's the thing. If you're going out on a date with someone on Valentine's Day, whether it is someone that has been a long-term relationship or someone that is a new relationship, the probability of sexual activity taking place is probably fairly high. So for me to call at 930 and be like, because whatever we're going to do, drinks, food, whatever, it's going to be late, so there wasn't going to be a lot of stuff. So there's going to be other stuff going on, probably. And I was like, (laughs) I got out of there. As soon as Bobby, oh, fuck I once, only once, I once told someone, I hope they don't listen to this podcast because they never found out, to my knowledge. I once told someone uh, that I had moved back to Florida again, and then they caught me at work because they worked on the Missouri side, They which a long way. I mean, Missouri, Kansas, we don't make them. It's a long way. I mean, I'm not living on state line and hopping across the street to Missouri. It's 20 or 30 minutes. It's it's a long way. Um, I just hope I didn't leave that person like. So anyway, this person being on the Missouri side, I didn't. uh, I just thought I'd probably never see them again. And they were, there was someone that I, that was someone that I saw multiple times. Uh, and we just did one thing. There was nothing, there was no dinner. There was no, there was nothing. Um, but I told them that I had moved <clears throat> out of town and they worked for a bookstore that our mall had. And they had been moved up to management. So they came over to our mall, uh, the Kansas mall, as opposed to where they worked in Missouri. They came to our mall and, uh, saw me and I said I didn't have their number anymore or I would have called I just got back in town (laughs) I mean I don't even know why I I don't know why with that person I felt that was the the way I needed to go Uh, but I did and that was uh so hopefully with 
this person I didn't ghost them because that would have been maybe that would have been the first known ghosting ever. Ooh, could I take credit for that? I'm gonna put that in my LinkedIn bio that I ghosted the first girl ever on February 14th, uh, 1996. Uh, so anyway, I meet Bobby, and I just knew immediately for some reason. Don't know how. If I can find a time machine or when we get to heaven, if I could ask, that'd be a question. I don't care. Like, who assassinated Kennedy? Don't give a shit. I mean, I don't. Unless someone's like, oh, you're related to the guy that did it. I'd be like, oh, that's weird. You know, like one of those when they go on and they do your genealogy. Don't give a shit. I would like to know, how did I know? Like, why? What? Boom. But I'm grateful. Every day I'm grateful. I highly suggest, I think I mentioned this earlier in the program, I highly suggest you all find someone that makes you feel like this. And Bobby doesn't always listen to the program, so I don't know if she's listening to this program. But if she is and has made it to this point, I will say that because she will understand this and she may be the only one. I mean, I'm hoping that you can understand what I'm about to say. And if you can't, I feel like that's more on you and less on me trying to deliver it. But I hope that everyone's able to find someone that even after 28 years, you can look at them and it still wiggles. So, okay, so Bobby, have you made it to the end of the, this program? Uh, hold on. You have to live with me, and so you hear me blabber all the time. Uh, I love you with all my heart. Uh, for everyone else, um, being in love with your best friend, and especially for this long, 28 years, I know that's more than half of Bobby's life. More than it is half of my life at this point. But you know what? I wish it could be more. I've made this comment before that we couldn't have gone too far, far further back three years. I would have been 25. She would have been 18. I mean, even at 28, I never felt 28 to her 21. I never saw her as 21. We just saw each other as each other. So that was awesome. But uh, I highly recommend everyone finding... Um, Someone like this. It's awesome. It is awesome. And here's the thing. Let me rephrase it. Hold on. When I say find something like this, the best way to find something like this is not go looking for it. Even though I went up there that night to meet a six-foot blonde girl who ended up being an absolute angel, um, I probably was going to meet a six-foot blonde girl to have sex with. Not once... To, I wasn't driving there going, man, this polo cologne, this is really going to get me laid tonight, and then I'm going to get married. Um, that just uh, probably, I will say that didn't cross my mind. I don't think until, I was about to say, I don't think until um, we found out that Bobby was pregnant that I thought about marrying her. I just knew I want to, I think that my exact verbiage was I want to spend the rest of my life with her. I didn't care about marriage. I just wanted to, I knew I wanted to spend every day the rest of my entire life with Bobby. Um, I don't think I, I literally thought about marriage until we found out she was pregnant, but we found out she was pregnant. Like, I don't know, 
10 weeks into our relationship. So wasn't that long into it either. So, okay. Uh, if you made it to the end of the program, I probably should have mentioned this earlier. I'm also doing a video of this, but I'm probably definitely not going to do the whole thing because I've had my eyes closed most of the time, which is what Bobby does during sex. Um, but I am going to do some shorts and short clips. So go to Instagram, uh, also on TikTok. The Stone Genius, if you go there, you're going to find that most of the videos are squirrel videos uh, and Doberman videos. The Doberman and the squirrels, uh, they seem to be very well received by the TikTok community. There seems to be a, a much larger than I anticipated uh, squirrel TikTok community. I was unaware of w w how big th the size that that would be. So uh, go there because you're going to see some shorts, not like apparel shorts, hopefully shorts of these, uh, some of these comments. So even though you're like, if you made it at this point, you've listened to all, all the comments. So you all don't need to. So if some of you were all were drawn to this program because of the shorts, that probably makes more sense at this point. And now I've spent the last two minutes literally staring at the camera. Like sometimes I do. Bobby doesn't like, like, she doesn't want to make eye contact with me sometimes. And I'll just stare. That's probably why. I probably shouldn't stare like that. I should. Seems like 28 years in, she would have said something if she didn't want me to stare that intently sometimes. And sometimes it's more or less like I feel like if I move any part of my body, including my eyeballs, that I may have a stroke. And not like in a bad way. I mean, I know a, every stroke would be a bad way to be but i mean here's the deal i heard of a guy having a stroke and his wife found him face down in some soup he he's actually doing very very well now uh, remarkably well um survived that went through rehab is doing very very well now um if that was if i had to have a stroke and my options were face down in the soup or face down on Bobby's back, I'm going to pick option two. Hey, everyone. Thank you all for listening to this program. You guys know me. My name is Ro. I am the Stone Genius. This has been a quiet episode because it's now 2 a.m. when I'm recording. And once again, my studio is in my living room, so... I haven't heard from the neighbors yet, at least, so that's a good thing. Thank you all for listening to the program. Find something to write about.